Well, hello, and welcome to another edition of the e-commerce evolution podcast. I'm your host, Brett Curry, CEO of OMG Commerce. And today's episode is going to be a little bit different. Uh, we're going to be diving deep into sales funnels and looking at a really unique business, a, a business that has grown tremendously, a business that relies on funnels, a business that relies on personality, and uh, a business that's growing both in the e-commerce and in the information side of the equation. And I first heard about Lady Boss uh, from my friend Russell Brunson and ClickFunnels. Uh, in fact, he had the Lady Boss on stage at ClickFunnel or Funnel Hacking Live Recently, uh, my business partner attended and said it was phenomenal. This episode of the e-commerce evolution podcast is brought to you by OMG Commerce. Hey, that's my company. Uh, OMG Commerce is the primary underwriter of the e-commerce evolution podcast, and we're excited to do that, excited to bring this content to you. A quick offer from OMG Commerce. We are a Google Premier Partner, so we're in the top 3% of all Google partners, one of the fastest growing in the world last year. Uh, if you would like a second set of eyes on your Google campaigns, whether that's Google Shopping, Search, YouTube, Remarketing, or the like, we would love to talk to you. Love to schedule a strategy session, love to look at your campaigns and provide ideas for improvement. Also, Amazon. We would love to talk to you about your Amazon ad strategy and have an Amazon audit for you, uh, complimentary for listeners of the e-commerce evolution podcast. Our Amazon department is led by Mr. Chris Tyler to find out more about the way we approach Amazon campaigns. Go back and check out episode 39 as we do a deep dive and look at Amazon advertising. But we would love to help you with either of those traffic sources. And so if you're interested, go to omgcommerce.com, click on any of the services, and there's a quick form to fill out right there. And now back to the show. I'm really excited on this show today. We have the CEO of Lady Boss and spoiler alert, he's married to the Lady Boss. <laughs> so the CEO, Brandon Poulin, uh, you guys have helped over 1.3 million women with Lady Boss. I'm excited to have you on the show, excited to dive into funnels and all kinds of other goodness Yes, so, let's do it, man. Welcome to the show, man. How you doing? I'm doing awesome. Thanks for having me on, Brett. I'm excited. I love it. You're like, it's going to be a little different. I was like, I don't know. We'll see here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, so, you know, so, uh, you know, a lot of the e-commerce guests we have on, they're not as personality focused as you guys, which, which I, I love it. And I think there's a lot that people can learn from building a personality because um, Kaylin is just so good at what she does, her videos you know, they resonate with people and, and people want to be like her, right? And, Absolutely. and as I look at other successful businesses, I mean, it's, it's a little bit different, but looking at Boom by Cindy Joseph that that my good friend Ezra runs and we we help with their all their Google traffic, um, you know, Cindy is, Kent Cindy Joseph is the face of that company. And that really helps, um, you know, draw people and build a community. And so, so it's super, super powerful. But um, I always like to start with the background. I think it's kind of fun for people to know, you know, the, the, the quick origin story. But how did your wife, Kaylin, become the lady boss? And then I'd love to hear the story about, you know, how you became the CEO. 
Yeah, absolutely, man. Um, <laughs> she is the lady boss. That's what we call her. It's funny in the group, like, uh, you know, we have like 47,000 women in the group. We have about half, a little over half of them active every day. And they, they, they started calling her like, I don't know what we call Kaylin, like mom or like, no, like don't call her that. Call her like the <laughs> queen or the lady boss. It's kind of funny, but um, but yeah, man, so we, um, we actually, she became the lady boss really through her own journey. And that's like, what's so cool about the story is like organically just happened. It was like, you know, she herself was 60 65 pounds overweight. She found herself and, um, just literally is, is the lady boss customer that we now have. Right. And so she lost that weight, it took her about seven months, an incredible story. She just totally took massive action. Which is not very long, by the way. I mean, that's, that's yeah, it's, it's pretty, it's pretty fast. Yeah. She, so she really just, she just went all after it. You know what I mean? She just, um, she, she went all in and, um, she tried a lot of things until she kind of nailed the formula and kind of figured it out, so to speak. Um, and so she lost 65 pounds in seven months and then she went on social media and she, she opened up her big mouth as she would say, and told everyone that she was going to compete in her first fitness competition. <laughs> and she was like, Oh, I could feel the words like leaving my mouth as I said it, like, Oh, take those back. And so she actually competed won her first show uh, in the International International Federation of Bodybuilding. And then she went on her second show to get her pro card. And doing that, she actually set a world record in the in the, the fitness industry because no one had ever done it in two shows. So the story is actually pretty crazy, that, that huge feat um, and setting that world record. But then what happened is she kind of decided, hey, you know what? There's so many women out there that are just like me when I started. Instead of going this fitness direction, I just want to focus on the average American woman um, who's struggling and, and in the majority of women in, in the, the obesity rates and the, and the overweight rates in the United States are insane. And so that's how the focus kind of shifted. And then, um, of course, like it was, it was shortly after her journey of doing that is when we met and we got together and, um, and we had a, um, we worked for a weight loss company uh, that wasn't necessarily ours. It was, um, it was a uh, kind of a direct sales type company and we did really well. Um, but then we just, um, we decided to take a different direction, do our own thing and help, help people the way we wanted to. And that's it when in 2004, uh, together we launched lady boss. And so I've kind of been the, the operations, the CEO running our team of over 40 people now. And, uh, and she is the, um, the, the marketing genius. She's the, the story, the heart of everything and, and her passion just kind of permeates everything. Right. So it's, it's been a lot of fun, man. Yeah. I love the passion, love the videos, uh, love the brand, you know, lady boss. What, what do they call you? Is it like Mr. Lady boss or just like, like <laughs> boss man? I mean, I'm just, just curious. Um, Actually they, they call me B. I don't, that's what, okay. that's what she, okay. that's what she named. She named me to the community. So Name I'm just B. B. I don't really get super involved in the yeah, community because yeah. it's like all women. Like, that's her. Man. Uh, yeah, that's, yeah, yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> uh, but a couple things that are really fascinating about what she did. So I love the fact that she posted on social media that I'm going to compete in a contest. I have heard, and it totally makes sense, that if you put something out there, that's like one of the best ways to motivate yourself or to ensure that you're going to do something is the, the thought of public shame. If I don't, you know, I've already, I've made this commitment. I can't go back on that. I'm going to do it. Um, I've heard that to, to be a good motivator, uh, which yeah. is really interesting. And Absolutely. Um, you know, I, I just think it can't be overstated um, that people relate to other people much better than they do to just a brand, right? So if you just had some kind of generic weight loss name to your company that we are, you know, 
all about women weight loss or something like that. And I know it's a terrible name that I just came up with, but where it's just something generic and there's no, there's no face to the company. There's no personality. It's just, Hey, these are, these are all products formulated for women by women. That's okay. Like it's not bad. Um, but the fact that you, you have someone like Kaylin who went from being uh, obese and, and uncomfortable and really miserable with herself, as she says, and then, you know, massive action transformed herself now as a, you know, bodybuilder, stuff like that, or, or she competed or whatever, uh, just makes it real. And, and it makes people say, I can do it. You know, I can do it too. Um, anything else there, uh, any other tips or thoughts on why the message resonates so much and, and, and thinking in terms of, you know, how someone else could take this and run with it because not everybody has the personality of Kaylin, right? Sure. But, but sure. any other reasons why her message resonates? I think, I think if, if you look at the message of lady boss as a whole, it's kind of funny because we're literally like, you have to work out, you have to eat healthy. There's no secret. That's literally the message. So, um, in a market that's extremely mature, that's seen everything. So like if you would have sold weight loss pills and said, this pill burns fat instantly 20 years ago, you would sell a ton of fat burners, right? If you did that now, like no one believes you because the market's so mature because of the messaging and how it's been like it's evolved. And, and, and there's a, a Todd Brown, a guy I heard do a presentation on this really well, but basically if you're, um, you need to understand where your market is as a whole, as far as like, where's the customer and how much have they heard and how much BS have they been sold on and how much, does that make sense? So, so that's probably really like to me, the key about what we do. And we attract the people that, that we, that we want because we don't want the people that are like, Hey, like, let me take this magic pill. And, and, and we sell a fat burner and, and it's a great product, but we don't tell people it's the perfect solution to like the, all their life and their problems. Right. So there's a level of, of authenticity and transparency in our messaging that attracts people because it's so real and in a marketplace of weight loss, that's so cluttered with just nonsense and claims and just, and so it shines through, right? So I think that's definitely been a key part um, to answer your first question there. Yeah, I love it. Uh, being authentic, it's so valuable. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm more in the B2B space in terms of growing my own company, but I found the same thing. Like, just shoot straight with people. What's really going on in the industry? What do you really need to do? And and even telling people when they're, uh, you know, when they need to rethink a certain concept. But but one of the things uh, that I've noticed, I know I used Boom by Cindy Joseph just a minute ago, but but this relates to this point too. You know, Cindy Joseph and Ezra Firestone decided that hey, let's not be another anti-aging company. Let's be pro-age, uh, meaning embrace the way you look. Like you're moving into your, you know, your, your the later stage of your life, whatever you want to call that. Uh, and if you want to have gray hair, have gray hair. Uh, make your skin look beautiful but embrace where you are, right? So it's kind of a don't don't buy the hype that the other skincare companies want you to believe, but be you. Right, exactly. That, that message of authenticity. I love the way you guys are doing it too. Like, hey, this fat burner, it's amazing, but you got to get off your butt if you want it to actually work, right? There's literally just... a disclaimer on the page, man. It's like the truth other supplement companies will not tell you, right? And we have digital product supplements coaching. We have kind of an array, but... And, and just to touch on like the second half of your question, like what, what, what the, the message that resonates too with lady boss, and this is what, um, something we've spoke about, um, you know, like at funnel hacking live on stages and, and like, um, you know, we just got invited to do a keynote in Barcelona for some marketing. I don't even, it's like an e-commerce thing. And nice. it's like, it's like, so, so when people, 
like like the way you said that people connect with people instead of products. Um, it's kind of like people, people want an identity. And so we call it the identity shift. So like people don't, don't just want to buy products. They, they want to, they, I want to identify in their life. So, you know, when you get a dog, like you take on the identity as a dog owner yep. and you're going to buy dog owner products and like, I'm a dog person. Right. Yeah. And so for, for us, like we want these women to step into lady boss. I am a lady boss is literally like we have a manifesto. Mm-hmm. They, they speak it over themselves. We have a, a personal power statement where it kind of like it's a Mad Lib style. They write in their own, um, their own interpretation of, of their own affirmations that they need and their own problems that they need to overcome. And they step into that identity and not only does it allow them to connect with the, the brand, but more importantly, it allows them to step into like who they need to be to really get the, the most out of what we have to offer and the results that we can get them. Because ultimately, like it's more than just like you need to eat like they've they bought they bought a meal plan and a shake and a supplement before. Right. Like they've done that a million times. But why do why can we deliver results and grow? Because they step in, they have this identity shift and it like allows them to tap into that. So it's like you, you see a lot of like, you know, with Russell and funnel hackers and and kind of like creating an identity for people to connect with around and then building community around that. And then you have a real brand that people come back to. Do you know what I'm saying? Absolutely. And and 100 percent agree. People want to identify. People want to associate with with a, a person or a group or even a brand. I, I remember uh, several years ago, my uh, uncle lives in Kansas City, has a Harley. I ride a bike like, you know, once a year, not all that great at it, but he let me drive his Harley. And what was interesting is as I was riding around Kansas City, and it was kind of a spring day, so a lot of people were out riding. Anytime I passed a biker, they gave me the little low wave, like the, the low, yeah. you're super yeah. cool and a biker, you know. And I'm wearing like Nike tennis shoes. I got like a North Carolina sweatshirt. I did not look like a biker. Uh, I looked really goofy, actually, probably. But but I got the wave, man. I was like, I was in the club because I was driving this sweet Harley and probably driving it wrong too. But it's one of those things. Like some people that that they want that they crave that. Most of us do. Like we want to be we want to identify with some group some community and and so tapping into that's very powerful i used to ride man i remember the wave but you just you didn't wave to the dudes on like the vespas you know you're like nah dude, you gotta <laughs> yeah. be on a real bike yeah <laughs> yeah it was it was a real bike i just don't know that yeah. i had the real look beyond that but but people were like okay it's cool we'll, we'll still wave to this guy because he's on a that's right so, uh, uh well let, let's transition a little bit and talk about funnels because you guys are are obviously very good at funnels you showed me one of your funnels and i was like holy cow it's super complex and amazing but um Kind of break it down. What what are some uh, keys to a successful funnel, and and maybe even talk about what a funnel is. If there's a few people out here that, that don't know, you know, from your perspective, how would you define it? Yeah, totally, man. Um, <laughs> I love it. Like funnel, it's like that thing you put in to like fill oil in your car. Yeah, and like exactly. no, but it's like so. You know, just instead of having just a website, like it'd be like showing up. To, a website is like showing up to a car dealership. And then it's just like, it's like laid out. And they're like, which one do you want? And you're like, like, there's just all this information listed everywhere and you have no idea where to start or where to go. And that's kind of like a website. And like a funnel would just be like, instead, like a salesman comes up and meets you and says, Hey, what's your name? Cool. Like, what, what are you looking to do? What's your goal? And takes you through this journey or this sales process, right? It'd be like, you know, showing up, um, you know, there's guys that sell vacuums for like $5,000 in your house or whatever. And they just show up and say, here's a vacuum for five grand. You'd be like, oh, I'm good. Like that's too much. But then they get in your house and they take you through this process and they build the value. So it's just basically taking someone through a sales process, um, on a website instead. So that's kind of how I would define a funnel. Um, 
but, but yeah, I, I mean, keys to a successful funnel, um, man, that's so, so there's a lot of different directions you can go, but ultimately what we've always tried to do as far as how we structure our funnels is I think number one, the most important thing is, um, the most important thing is the copy because ultimately your sales messaging or the message that you're trying to get across has to resonate with the pain that your, your customer's feeling and a story to connect with them in that pain. And so Kaylin, you think about her as lady, as the lady boss brand, as the attractive character, you know, she really, um, her story is front and center, right. And, and starting with the pain of where she was and then pulling them through that epiphany into that, that, um, kind of dream of where they can be and then overcoming it using, you know, X, Y, Z thing that like I have for you, the solution, right? So that kind of process, we always kind of go through. And then, um, as far as like the structure, you know, like upsells and, and, and so on and so forth. If you, if you think about every time you sell something to a customer, so if you're, you're an e-commerce, um, whenever you solve a problem, you create another problem and that's your next opportunity. So for us, it's like, okay, if we give someone the meal plan, okay, well now they want the workout, right? Well, now that I have the workout, what, what, what protein do I drink? Right. And then now that I have the protein, like, well, like what's the, so, so if you, if you look at kind of any industry, usually like whenever you sell someone something and you solve a problem, it creates another one. So when you look, look at funnels, just, you can kind of think of what's like the next sequential thing that they're asking, right? That's actually how we built ours was literally asking our customers and, and it was looking at their feedback, right? That's amazing. So every, every time you solve a problem, you're actually creating another problem and it makes sense. So, so, or you sell the workout plan and now it's like, well, yeah, but I kind of need, I need some motivation or I need a community or I need someone to kind of kick me in the yep. pants to get me going. And so, so yeah, that's a really great way of looking at it. Every time you solve a problem, there's, there's a new one that's created. How do you solve that? So you can look at, you can look at the trail of our whole company, right? And you can see, we started out with digital programs, meal plans, workouts. And I was like, okay, well, what if I want to go out to you? Okay, we added the out to eat guide in there, right? And it's like, okay, well, I need a recipe book and we have a recipe book. And then it's like, okay. And, and then it's like, well, what supplements do I take? And we used to recommend some awesome ones, and but we couldn't find anything we wanted. So we spent 16 months, made our own line. And, uh, and, and now we have that. And then it's like, okay, well, I need something to put my supplements in to take to the gym with me. And so we introduced the triple action shaker, right? And, uh, and, and we just launched a new, a third version of those last week. And, and then it's like, okay, well I need, you know, and, and I'm not saying that you go and create a million products and, and do that, but like you can find that logical sequence. And then it was like, okay, well I need one more one-on-one -on -one help. Right. And like, okay, well now you have a coach. So we, we certify coaches and connect them one-on-one. -on -one. And so it's just cool how, if you just listen to your customer and, and, and what they're asking you for, it's amazing. You know exactly what you can offer them in yeah. terms of funnel or in general. It's super cool. And going, going back to the products and, and you guys have swag, but, but even looking at like the shaker bottle, you know, I'm going to be taking that to the gym. And so the one, just like a bland one or the one that, one that says lady boss on it. That's right. And, and, that's right. And, and I get, I get funny looks when I, when I take my lady boss shaker <laughs> to the gym, but I still think it's, it's powerful. It's, it's worth it. So, um, but anyway, so, so then as you're looking at, looking at a funnel, um, what's, what's a typical funnel for you? And I know you build lots of them, but are you leading with information first, like as the initial offer, you're leading with information or something free and then you're, and then you're doing kind of the initial upsell and then, a, and then a cross sell. 
what, walk us through kind of what uh, what a typical funnel looks like. Um, with, without, I know this can get super complex and almost yeah. impossible to visualize, but but yeah, I'll keep it simple, man. I gotcha, I gotcha. So I would say like we have like product funnels. So it's just like, hey, you would land and then you would get lean, our premium protein for women, all in one nutritional shake, right? And then um, you would order your first bag, one, two, or three. And then the next page would say, hey, we have this awesome thing called the transformation system. And it actually, you have step two of the transformation system, but you need the other steps, right? So like that's an upsell. And then they say no, then you would say, okay, cool. How about this one thing that complements the first thing you bought really well? And then um, if they said yes, like how about this other thing that complements it just as well kind of thing. Um, and then also we have like opt-in um, funnel. So like, you know, land and say, hey, we've got the free cravings crusher cheat sheet for you. Put your email in and then they get that. And then the next page is saying, awesome. So here's um, the Kalen story and introducing you to Lady Boss. And here's a free trial to our Lady Boss lifestyle. And it's going to teach you everything you need to know, right? So, and then from there it'd be like, okay, well, after they get the lifestyle, like, hey, you know, a lot of people have found that when they add in a shake into their routine, it really helps um, get them started. And, you know, if you're eating, if you're trying to eat healthy on the go and all these things, you know, our, our meal plan is great, but sometimes you'll skip a meal or you won't be able, you'll forget one or you won't prep it all ahead of time and you'll need a quick one. So kind of just kind of like that. So um, we, we've done webinars before as well. So, you know, the, the you know, uh, I'm having a webinar, go to the page, register, show up to the webinar, um, you know, sell and present whatever the offer is and then it goes to an order page. So I guess they're like so second nature to me. I'm like, oh yeah, it's like a funnel, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so so what are you doing to improve your funnel? So you build this funnel. How are you identifying what areas are broken? How do you identify, do I have too many offers or not enough? Or like, how do you improve your funnels? Yeah, that's a great question, Brett. Um, you, you know, I have a couple thoughts on this. The first one is like, I think a lot of people are pulling on the wrong levers in there, they're like, okay, if I change the button from green <laughs> to blue, what's gonna happen? And I'm just like, I get the split testing, right? Like there's some, but you know what's crazy is like, I've tried a million split tests and we run, um, you know, we run anywhere from, it just depends on the, on the month, but 300 to a million and a half visitors a month. And it's like, you just don't really like, it's all over the place, right? Yeah. It's just about kind of where the traffic comes from, how it gets there, who sends it there, what video they watched kind of thing. And so I think that when you, when you look at improving your funnels, um, I look at more, whenever I spend time, I spend time building the value and, and building, um, I think clarity in the brand. So, so cleaning it up, simplifying it, um, I, we spend time in the copy cause the copy is really the only thing that's ever changed real, yep. like over time, um, split testing headlines, kind of testing offers. And then of course, like one of the biggest things that we just did a huge overhaul is, is testimonies, man. Like if you go to our page, like you will see a bajillion testimonies throughout the whole thing because really nobody believes what you say about yourself yeah, yeah. just because you have a website. 20 years ago, when the internet just started, everyone probably believed everything that was on a website, but the market's matured a little bit since then, right? And so now it's like people only believe the testimonies and you can't even, I, I mean, if you go to a website and they have a picture of a test of a person and then like a written in like the text that's native to the website, it looks fake still. So it's like, I gotta put a screenshot of a social network with a name on it, right? Like that's not fake, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that social proof loading up on those those real testimonials, making them look real, 
product reviews, verified product reviews, all those things are, are uh, exceptionally important. Absolutely. Well, super cool. So you, so you said, you know, 300,000 to a million and a half visitors in a month. That's a lot. I know you guys are driving traffic in a lot of different ways. But what, what, are your, what are your best traffic sources? Are you relying on organic social? Are you doing paid social, paid search? What, 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 are, what are your top current traffic sources? We've always been a paid traffic driven um, business. We, we get a lot of organic, but like I want to grow and scale and, 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 you know, obviously going from three and a half years ago, zero to, to adding over 1.3 million people to our list in our world, 150,000 customers, credit cards on file. Um, you know, it, it really like paid traffic for me is controlling the influx. Um, you know, organic stuff works. It builds over time. Um, there's a lot of strategies out there, but for us, mainly Facebook and video driven, um, works really well. We retarget very heavily. Um, it's, it's the nature of the weight loss cycle. Uh, the average American woman diets five times a year, which wow. is, which is less than every three months. Right. So, um, at least every three months, our customer is is making a decision on something. So it's like we want to stay in front of them. So we retarget pretty heavily across the board, Google Display Network, YouTube. Um, we build our email list and send stuff out there. We use mini chat to drive traffic. Um, we're pretty heavy. Our content and, um, and advertising department has about nine people in it. So we're pretty, you know, kind of omnipresent as we can be and we're, we're continuing to get better every day, but it's just a crazy landscape out there. What I would suggest to anyone listening to this though, is if you're just starting or if you're getting rolling or you don't have a team or whatever, I would pick one place. Like you, you got to know how to like send and build a list, but I think you need to know how to build a list and you know how to, you need to email, but, but you also need to pick one traffic source and just dominate it. Right. For us, it was Facebook, right? So like that's still our heaviest one, but we've diversified since then. And then Facebook and, and is primarily what you're using to, to introduce people. Right, right. To, I know you're doing remarketing there too, but that, that's your primary top of funnel traffic source. Absolutely, man. Is Facebook. And then you've got all kinds of remarketing on GDN and YouTube as well as Facebook. Right, right. Exactly. Yeah, great. How, how have you seen Facebook evolve, you know, in, in recent months? I know, I mean, first of all, it's still an amazing platform. And I think some of the, you know, Cambridge Analytica, you know, some of that stuff has probably been blown out of proportion. Not that it shouldn't be addressed, but, but like we shouldn't go running for <laughs> the hills. Like it's still an amazing platform to be advertising on. So, so, uh, so, so stick with it. But how have you seen that change in recent months? As far as like conversion costs, I mean, it, it really hasn't changed much. It's amazing. Um, good. good for you. If anything, what I've noticed is that the, the marketers that are building the, the businesses, the brands that are building community are the ones that are winning. Yeah. Cause the, the, bo the bottom line is that like Facebook, Facebook has more eyeballs and like more attention than anything else in on the planet. Like, like Facebook, YouTube, Instagram. That's why I say pick one. If you're amazing at video and you like love YouTube and you like to do long videos, do YouTube. Right. It's like, if you're just like, like they all have their own nuances that are so like important. Um, but, but for Facebook, I mean, really, um, the, the brands that are building communities are winning. All of the algorithm changes on Facebook have all been geared towards personal connection and, and it's pulled away from the information news sites and, and Zuckerberg's moved everything back to the front of, of the people and connecting with each other. Um, and, and so what's cool is that if you create a group and I, I I've spoke a lot about this before, but like, 
if you don't have a group and you're not creating community within your customer base, you, there's just massive, massive opportunity waiting for you because um, when you can create a community around your product or service or brand, um, Facebook groups will literally perpetually put you on everybody's cell phone in front of them yeah. all day long. If you can get people engaged with each other, because literally it's like the lady bosses in our community. Um, and we measure it every single morning on our, on our team huddle. We look at how many people are in our group and it's usually between 25 to 30,000 women daily are engaged with each other in our community. And it's insane because we don't even have to pay for that. We don't have to do yeah, anything for yeah. that. Facebook's doing it for us and they're already on there. Right. Yeah. That, that's amazing. And, and, and you're, you're one of the rare uh, examples of cost not going up on Facebook, but I think it's exactly what you said that the Facebook is changing the game to reward advertisers and pages and public figures that people want to engage with. So you're building content that's shared and liked and people are, you know, commenting on it and it's, it's getting interacted with. And so, yeah, Facebook's going to reward you for that. You're, you're gonna, your costs are going to be the same. Whereas if all you're doing is just putting a product ad out there, I'm just pushing my product, um, that's when you're going to see costs going up and it's going to get harder and harder for that business. What's crazy, Brett, is that they're the ones putting out the content to each other, but it's all circled around our group and our community that we have control and we have, you know, we facilitate, right? And, and I wouldn't say like, Costs haven't gone up. I've watched costs go up on Facebook over the last three years to like for the same product, same type of video. I mean, it's definitely doubled. Um, I would say maybe two and a half X in CP in cost per acquisition over the last three years um, for like the same offer that we've had for a long time. Um, but like recently it hasn't like been create like there hasn't been a big jump recently, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? With the, the Cambridge and all that stuff. But, um, but yeah, absolutely, man. It's just, there's so much opportunity in 2018 for anybody that's willing to put in the work. It's just insane. Like the time that we live in right now, it's just exciting. I totally agree. Uh, you know, and, and I'm a huge, uh, marketing junkie. Obviously it's what I, what I do, but there's never <laughs> been a better time to be an entrepreneur. I mean, the, the options on Google with AdWords and shopping and YouTube and, uh, all the options on Facebook and the way that I think they're they're both pushing each other to be better and to innovate and to you know uh, make improvements on audience targeting and, and all kinds of things like that. It's just, it's just an awesome time. Well, you inspired me, man. I'm getting on Google Shopping right now. Yeah, like, buddy. The team is is working on it as we speak. I was, we were on a call yesterday talking about it. Is like it's crazy. There's just all these things you don't think about. You know, I'm like I got funnels. I got Amazon. You're like Google Shopping. I'm like I didn't even think about that. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Yeah, because we met at uh, Ed O'Keefe's event in Atlanta, and you guys yep. came up to me afterward after I, I spoke there, and you said we're doing Google Shopping, and that that warmed uh, my marketer's heart. So I was excited <laughs> to, to see that. Um, let's talk about uh, as we kind of wrap up because we're, we're up against time a little bit. But you know, what are what are some of the trends you see? you know, coming in the next couple of years that are going to impact your business and how are you guys preparing for that? I love that, man. That's a great question. Um, I think the biggest trend in, <laughs> in for my, for my limited experience in the direct response industry, the trend is if you don't have a genuine relationship, you will not be, you will not be around. Um, I mean, you can, you can rely on the like quick direct response stuff and you can make a transaction um, maybe, and that's getting even harder now. And, and, and again, that speaks to the messaging I was, we were talking about earlier. So I think that if, if you're not like creating a genuine connection and like a, like a, 
like not just like a direct response kind of way. Like I think you can slip in the cracks in, in those places and, and there's people that do that and they make money and they do well, which is awesome. But I think long term, that's not going to work anymore. And it's getting less and less. Um, like the more click, like clickbaity kind of like, oh my gosh, the world this, you know, yeah. it's just, it's continuing to go down. The, the other thing I would say is that kind of piggybacking off that, it's like, it's not that difficult. I don't think to get a transaction on the internet and in today's age, the, the, like it's, it's incredible, the tools, the advertising, the targeting, but to create a customer, um, that buys from you over and over again, I think the trend is like that. The, and we kind of, we already kind of touched on this. Why brought us like bringing the community and, and building community around a product or a brand, um, and you can't do that with everything. I'd be like, Oh, I bought a dog brush. Right. But, right. But, then, but then at the same token, it's like, this is the dog lover community. And then they buy all the other dog things you yes. have. Yep. Like, like if I, I don't know why I keep bringing up dogs. Maybe my dog's laying right next to me over here. Um, <laughs> I'm like definitely moving forward that the other, the other thing is that, um, what I, I really realized is that uh, it's such a volatile, like, uh, it's funny. Cause I was talking to a friend of mine, um, Brian Bird at a wedding last weekend and you know, he's very successful. He's been online for like 15, uh, 13 years. He said for me, it's been four years. So I'm like, man, it's like the wild west. It's like Facebook's up one day. You get an ad account, account shut down. You go from 1200 customers a day to, to 10, right? It's like, it's just a crazy landscape right now, just in the internet and like this, you know, analytica scandal and, and, and how they're changing the policy. And then the Europe, Europe's doing their, I forgot the acronym, but they're doing their whole yeah, privacy GDPR. GDPR yep. And my lawyers are like, Oh, you got to let them. And, and so the landscape is, is just kind of crazy. And so I think diversifying yourself, I think like when you get started, you got to just focus in one place, but then diversify yourself because tomorrow Mark Zuckerberg could decide that he doesn't like weight loss anymore. And then right. all of a sudden I got, I got, you know, over 40 people that I've got to feed and I've got customers to serve. And so creating community and creating a customer that lasts over and over again and building a list of those people through email, not just many chat. Cause one day many chat could decide that they don't like Facebook and then your whole list is gone. Right. So there's so many, um, ways. So I think just really thinking about, um, how to leverage and hedge against, against that, at least for my mind, that's kind of where I'm at now at this stage, because things do move so fast. Um, but at the same token, like, you know, we got our stuff listed on Amazon and watched an explosion because we didn't even realize that people were just searching for us on there. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I think you just got to be on your toes, man. I think you just got to be on your toes and, 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 uh, and try to hedge against, against that, that loss. And, 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 but at the end of the day, if you own your list, if you have a connection with your customers, if they, if they connect with you through email, if they know who you are through Facebook groups. Um, and, and you, and, 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 you know, we call our customers, we have a call center, you know, we're, we're building that right now. Um, because we want to connect with our customers however we can, because any of these platforms could decide they don't like us. And we don't want to like be an overnight kind of like, Oh, they changed the algorithm and now what we do doesn't work. Right. I don't, we don't want that story. So I kind of, that's what I kind of see moving forward happening. I love it. I fully agree. I, I think, 
you know, I've said this before, that your largest asset as a business owner is not just a skill in one particular thing, right? So you guys are great at Facebook traffic. That's not your greatest asset. Your greatest asset is your community. You know, it's it's your list, it's your buyers, the people that that love Lady Boss and 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 identify themselves with you. It, it's your customer, and you built that community. And it'd be really hard for someone to take that away from you at this point. And so, and I also love the advice of you know, when you're first starting, own something, be really good at one thing, focus. But then as you get bigger, yeah, you don't want to have all your eggs in one basket. And so diversifying That's right. totally makes a lot of sense. So awesome. Brandon Poolin, ladies and gentlemen, crushing it. CEO of Lady Boss. Uh, I know people are going to be listening to this and saying, okay, I need me some Lady Boss stuff, <laughs> some swag, some gear, some product. Uh, how can people best connect with uh, Lady Boss, and then and then with you if if you have any uh, outlet for your uh, your business acumen? Yeah, absolutely, man. Um, well, LadyBoss.com is kind of our choose your funnel page, so you can kind of go there and see and um, you know just shame, shamelessly plugging. We have an amazing affiliate program um, to leverage all of the community and residual payouts and all that stuff um, for 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 affiliate marketers. But you know, we just really. Um, our heart is to serve the women in our community. And if, you know, you know, women that want to lose weight, um, we want to help them. So that's kind of the, the heart of it. But yeah. And then personally, just my Facebook, shoot me a message. Um, I don't really promote or do a whole lot of stuff outbound. I'm really just lasered in on, on the team and the mission, but, um, you can definitely shoot me a Facebook message and I can, I can try to try to get back to you on that one. So awesome. but Brett has been awesome, man. Thanks for having me on, man. It's uh, it, it's a blessing. And, and I love your Google stuff, man. I'm excited to, to chat with you more and, and like, and like come back to you once we've been listed and done some yeah. of the, the awesome strategies and, and maybe we'll have to do a follow-up, right? Keep me posted. Yeah. would love to do a, a little, little follow-up on how your Google stuff goes. And so that, that'll be, that'll be a lot of fun. And, and Hey, my advice is go check out lady boss and, and check out the funnels. Like as a business owner, as a marketer, you got to be student of other good marketers. And so check out their funnels, get, get on a couple of them. Buy all the upsells, buy all of them. Buy every upsell, <laughs> take care, take care of, uh, uh, uh Brandon and, and Kaylin. And so uh, awesome, man. Well, Hey, really appreciate it. Thanks for coming on and we'll have to do it again. Absolutely. Okay. Awesome. And uh, as always guys, thanks for tuning in. Uh, would love to get your feedback on this and or any episode. Let us know what you'd like to hear more of other topic ideas or guest ideas. Uh, and hey, if you love this podcast, uh, the best way you can help is by giving us that five-star review on iTunes. That helps other people discover the podcast. And with that, until next time, thank you for listening. At OMG Commerce, we accelerate growth for some of the most loved brands in e-commerce, like Boom, Native, True Earth, Overtone, and dozens more. If your Google and YouTube ad performance isn't where it should be, if you're struggling with Performance Max, or if you're not scaling like you'd like on Amazon, then we have two ways to help. One, we have amazing resources that are free for the taking, like our top YouTube ads guide with lots of examples, our PMAX checklist, or our Amazon DSP roadmap, plus many more. Or hit us up for a free strategy session. So go on over to omgcommerce.com and click on Let's Talk to request that free strategy session, or click on Resources and Guides and pick the guide that's right 
for you. And now back to the show.